everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibs, and we're going to be talking soccer uh, today. And my special guests are the head girls soccer coach at Brunswick High School, Miss Dara Demich. Dara, welcome. Thank you. And the head boys coach at Brunswick, Mr. Sean Baker. Sean, welcome as well. Thank you. Guys, this is, uh, uh, we were talking earlier, but what a, uh outstanding, exciting time to be at Brunswick High School. We'll mention very quickly the boys cross-country team won a state championship, and it had been a few years, quite a few years since that has taken place. The golf team went and played the states, and then the football team is in the final eight, and we have both the boys soccer team and girls soccer team playing in a state final. Darrell, first, how's it, what, what, the, what has it been like the last several weeks as this has come now to coming up on a conclusion? Uh, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. Um, the, just having both boys and girls training um, each day, having the back-to-back games. Um, it's, I know the girls have been kind of pushed a little bit by the boys because they typically played first. Um, seeing the boys win kind of motivated them to go out and get their win themselves. Sean, how about you? Uh, honestly, similar to what uh, Dare was saying. I, I think, you know, we share a practice field throughout the season, um, so we don't really get to train at the same time. Um, and being able to, you know, train at the same time right now because, uh, you know, we can use both fields. It's been really cool to just have that atmosphere, you know, both teams pushing each other. Um you know, we've been able to stay after our games and watch the girls and cheer them on. So it's just been really nice to be able to support each other, have these uh, back-to-back home games. And honestly, it's, it, it's been really cool and pretty exciting that we get to do it again for the state final. Without question. And another special aspect of this whole situation is the fact that you and Dara both are Brunswick graduates and get a chance to coach at your alma mater, but now get a chance to to win a state title. Dara, you had the opportunity as a player at Brunswick to play in a couple finals, and now you get the, the coach and uh, the team in a final. Uh, what, what has that meant to you? How special is that for you? Uh, it's really cool to come back uh, and be a part of it, be a part of the program again, um, and represent Brunswick in a different, different aspect um, and giving back to the program and um, you know, sharing my experiences with the girls and stuff like that. Hopefully they can come out with a better result than I did the last two times I went um, and, and get a win and stuff like that and be uh, first program history to get a state title on the girls' side. But it's it's been fun. It's, um, you know, it's more nerve-wracking as a coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but I've loved every minute of it coming back and, and getting to be on this side of the game. Special for you as well too, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I was uh, the assistant coach in 2014 uh, when Alan Leslie was the head coach when we won. Um, and that was really special to me because, you know, obviously everything that Derek said about coming back to a program that, you know, you play in and you get four years in is, is a lot of fun and, and special to begin with. Um, but it's been special, too, because my old high school coach is actually helping um, me coach as well. So, I, you wow. know, the state title that we won, I got to, to coach with, you know, one of my former coaches. And, you know, during this state run, I've been able to do it with 
you know, one of my biggest mentors, you know, as a soccer player, as a soccer coach, uh, like in Kenny Putnam. Um, so just that aspect of it has been special, but then obviously just, you know, being able to coach at the school that you grew up playing for and, and representing, and now you get to come back and do it again as a coach. And, you know, obviously as a player, I've, I never had the opportunity to, to play in a state tournament, state final. Um, so this is, you know, it's a fun run. It's, it's special, and, you know, hopefully – it can end the same way that it did in 2012 and 2014. Looking back, guys, uh, uh, Sean, we'll, we'll go ahead and start with you. Was it in your plans to come back to Frederick County? I had always had a dream, probably since you know late elementary school, middle school, to come back and, and teach and coach. Um, Obviously, my, my plan was to always come back in the county, but I, you know, I always really wanted to be at Brunswick just because that, that's home. And uh, when I was at Frostburg, I was in a four-and-a-half-year major. Okay. So the, my first head coaching position was actually at Allegheny High School in, in 2013. Um, so when I graduated from Frostburg, I applied in Allegheny County um, because I was the, the current head coach at Allegheny High School at the time. And then I applied in Frederick County. Um, and I ended up turning down a position in Allegheny County to stay in Frederick County um, and was talking with Les Fleet the whole time because he had taken over the program uh, after Kenny left. Um, and I kind of knew once I graduated and came back to Frederick County and started working that I knew I would be coaching at Brunswick. And actually my first full-time teaching position was at Brunswick Elementary, so it, it, it all ended up working out. It sure did. Dara, how about you? Uh, yeah, I don't know so much. as I knew I wanted to come back. Um, going into college, I didn't go in as, uh, so I now teach health and PE at West Frederick Middle School. I didn't go in as a teaching major. Um, went in as sports management and then changed my mind. And then as I got, I, I knew I kind of wanted to come back home from Western PA. I wanted to come back into Frederick. Um, and then it kind of just got a, got a job um, part-time at West Frederick Middle at that time, my first year. And then uh, Hood College was looking for an assistant coach um, and contact me. I wasn't really looking at that time. And I thought, okay, well, I'm only working part-time uh, teaching-wise. So, you know, right. working at Hood as an assistant coach wouldn't, wouldn't be bad. And then uh, there was talk of uh, Coach Dave Herbert leaving, who was there before me. And I kind of thought, okay, like that would be of interest and stuff. So it wasn't – I mean, I always think coaching was in the back of my mind, but it wasn't as um, – prominent is what Sean said he had growing up um and you know teaching wasn't always like in the forefront of what I was thinking I was going to do but I'm glad I got into it and it's all worked out and I know I got a full-time job and was able to come over and coach at at Brunswick it it and I'm a firm believer Dara and Sean that things happen for a reason so Dara you were supposed to change majors see that was supposed (laughs) to happen and the, the, I know uh, John is is very glad to have the two of you out there at at Brunswick. I know it's it's a family situation in a sense for both of you uh, being there at your school and also with family around you. And I know Sean Dad had a little bit of uh, doing with with uh, with that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Looking back, guys, and uh, 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 stepping back a second here, the last year and a half now, what we've gone through, and Dara, we'll start with you. What has 
been your takeaways um, with the pandemic and what has been dealt with uh, and what have we learned? Uh, is there any aspects of this more than likely probably virtual uh, that we take away and maybe use in the future? But what are your takeaways? Uh, it, was, it was definitely hard as the pandemic hit and everything changed. And um, it was supposed to be my first year coaching that year, uh, the fall 2020, and it got pushed back. And um, I thought I was going to have a really good team there. Um, we're lucky we got to play in the spring. And I think that really was um, actually having that spring season to come into and kind of start to get to know the program. It wasn't a full-fledged season. I got to know the players. I got to set my expectations. Um, I think that helped in a way. But there's a lot to learn from this. And I think um, just I, I truly believe that maybe that season, um, soccer-wise, and getting my expectations down has helped us make this state run. Um, because the girls kind of got to know me before we got into the full soccer season and got to know my expectations and um, and all that. So I've learned a lot from the kind of takeaway, the positive takeaways of, of COVID um, and all the cha- challenges it made us face. Sean? Um, just kind of go off what Dara said. I mean, you know, the, the COVID season last year, uh, we had a couple seniors that decided not to come out and play for, you know, just different reasons. So it allowed for, you know, some, some freshmen, uh, sophomores get some time at the varsity level. So just getting the experience, but also just really being able to relay the message that, you know, you never know when your last game might be or, you know, when, when a season might get shut down or anything like that for any random reason. So just really trying to, you know, take the joy in each day of stepping onto the field and working hard and giving everything you got because you really don't know when the last time you're going to step on a field is. Um, has been a good message, you know, that, that I've tried to portray for the kids. And, um, you know, I think they've rallied around that. I, I think they come out and have the focus and um, the will to, you know, win each day depending on whatever we're doing. And I mean, I think, you know, the experience last year having the season end in April – and being able to turn around in four months and, and open up um, really helped us out as well. Indeed. Let's talk about this year's teams, guys. And, uh, Sean, you can go ahead and go first. What is the What has been the mainstay? What are some of the things that have brought you to where you are now where you're playing for a state title? Um, honestly, I can revert back to, you know, what I just said in my previous uh, comment was just about winning the day. Um, trying to find that consistent level of training, um, learning to win on a daily basis, and taking that into game situations. Um, again, this, this group itself has been playing together since they were like five and six years old, and the experiences that they've had on the varsity level since they were freshmen and sophomores really benefit but just trying to take it one day at a time, um, you know, implement the things that we need to build on from the game, previous games that we had, whether we win or lose, and then just continuing to build on, uh, you know, the things that we did well in each game. And I think, you know, picking a couple points each day at practice and really trying to implement it and just focusing on that specific aspect of it really allowed for the overall, like, team game to grow for us. Okay, there. 
I'd say a lot of the same things Sean said about his team is the same things uh, for us. Just the fact that these girls have played together um, for so long through their like youth development all the way up into high school. Um, and the, the chemistry that they have to know one another, to know where the play is going to be. Um, and the fact that no one person's bigger than the team, um, you know, everyone contributes, everyone knows their role on the team and there's no, there's no drama. Um, you know, something happens and they move on. They, they call each other out when needed. Um, but then we move on and, and we continue to play and we understand that we're just trying to make each other better in the competitive environment at, at practice. Um, you know, we, we do points each practice for games win and they compete in the same way then that they're competing on the field then. Um, so I think just all that together and the fact that we can rely on all kinds of different people um, on the field to do their job is, has helped us become successful. Looking uh, at, the, at, a, at a motto or saying, Sean, uh, do, you ha- do you all have a – do you take and have a motto or saying or quote – uh, that you use is it one that you'll use every year, or do you think are you looking at changing it with each group that comes through? Um, I wouldn't really say like I have a specific motto okay. or anything. Um, each year we kind of sit down with the team at the beginning of the year, um, and we try to just pick out the goals that we want and just the expectations that we have at training. Um, and we kind of talk with the kids about it and kind of let them decide. And then that way, you know, we can kind of revert back to that if they're not doing it. So it's not really like a specific motto. It wouldn't really be like a specific word. It's just kind of a set of expectations that we create for that specific team each year and what we think we need to do um, to build to, you know, be on a run that we're on right now. Yeah. So again, I don't think there's really anything specific, but it, it changes with each group. It's just whatever, you know, each group you have needs. Gotcha. Dara? Um, yeah, I mean, besides the fact that we tell them we, we look one game at a time, uh, we don't look too far ahead in the season. Um, but other than that, like Sean, kind of like Sean said, we have we sit down at the beginning of the season as well and come up with expectations and goals um, that we want to achieve that season. Um, and then I give them my expectations as well, and uh, we kind of go more based off, off that team um, expectations than we do one motto or – phrase throughout the season okay looking at Adair, we'll start with you what do you think and i know you this is only your second year but what do you feel are some of the keys uh or ingredients for to build a consistent and competitive program i think in the past couple years some of the things that have been helpful is the fact that the youth development programs of and PBYA mm-hmm. have um, done a great job of developing these kids um, for the first, you know, for their youth years um, when they're real young, getting the girls together. Um, a lot of the girls have then, you know, spread out and gone to club and played with their school friends too. So they're getting a higher level experience and getting that club experience or and getting the um, community experience still. So I think, um, I think probably Sean said thing we owe a lot to the development of the youth programs to bring us players ready to go at high school. Um, and I think for me, looking forward to get getting into um, maybe doing some camps in the summer and stuff like that to see what the future brings. Sean. 
Yeah, I mean, she definitely touched base on that. I mean, PBYA provides us a lot of the players that we get. Um, I will say on both the boys and the girls' side, we're starting to get a higher number of club players uh, that continue to play with PBYA but continue to play at a high level. And it allows, you know, our JV teams, our varsity teams to already start off on a higher level than, you know, a team that doesn't really have those club players. Um, but I also think you got to set it in the question itself, just consistent like competition and whatever you're doing, whether it's, you know, off season conditioning, are you consistent in that? Are you pushing each other to the next level? Once you get into the season, are you constantly training at, at the best level that you can to become the best player, best teammate, you know, best team that you can be. It's, it's really just trying to create that consistent competition for these, uh, you know, student athletes, um, to provide them that, you know, environment. And I, you know, I can't agree more guys. If you, I think you ask any head coach of just about any sport, they'll tell you that that feeder program is such a key to helping the build the success at the high school level. And, uh, you know, you hear you all both going for a state championship. It always tends to get the interest going because kids want to be a part of that. Yeah, and it, it definitely gets the support from the community as well because everyone now wants to – I think there's, you know, uh, the fact that every, all the teams are doing well, the football team is coming out and supporting, all the other kids from the school are coming out and supporting. So um, it's definitely got the community's attention as well. Sean, we'll start with you. What was the light bulb moment or the hook for you to be doing what you're doing now? Um, in terms of just like teaching, teaching, and coaching. coaching, yeah. Um, so both my parents were educators, and that that really had a big role. And uh, my father was an athletic director, so I grew up around sports like my whole life, and I just kind of knew that I really wanted to kind of follow in that footsteps of you know being a teacher and a coach. And then once I got to high school, um, Kenny Putnam was a, a big mentor for me, and actually kind of turned my focus more towards um, playing club soccer. I, I didn't start playing club soccer until high school. Um, so once I started getting involved in club and, you know, just getting more involved in the game, I I think that's kind of really when I knew that I wanted to, to coach soccer. Um, I knew I always wanted to be a coach. I just didn't really know what I wanted to coach. Um, so I would say once I got to high school and, you know, started playing for Kenny and started getting involved in club, um, that really kind of opened my eyes to knowing that I wanted to stay involved in the game uh, with coaching. Yeah. Uh, I think for me it was, um, I mean, the influence I had of my college coach uh, was one of the first times I had a female coach. Um, and um, I looked at her as a huge role model. In the fact, and then the fact that she said to me, hey, you know the game, you understand it. Um, this is something you should get into. And then coming back here and having my brother, who uh, is my twin brother, Drew, who is also very involved in the game, coaching, um, the influence he had on me as a player, and to also say, hey, like, get back in the game. Um, and the fact that he's a teacher, too, we've taken similar paths, um, and we can remain close on that. Uh, I think that those two influences have been big. Um, and it's funny because probably one of my brother's biggest influences is Sean. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that you know, guys, and we've run, run out of time here, and 
Uh, I, I want to thank uh, both of you for, for taking some time. I also want to add before we, we stop the fact that here you two are gra- gra- Brunswick grads. You, you're, you got both teams in the state championship, and the, te- and the school you're playing, Falston, you playing, the girls are playing them, and the boys are playing them. So the, just an uh, unbelievable scenario uh, that I, I've never seen before at, in a state championship. But I, I know John is glad to have you there. Frederick County is, is certainly uh, glad that you're both at Brunswick and doing the job you do, and, and you certainly are doing what you were meant to do. And I know good things will come. And I want to wish you the very best in the state title games. Bring two more state championships back to Brunswick. Again, thank you for your time, Dara and Sean. Uh, thank, thank you. I appreciate you having us on. Indeed. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. Radio 930.